Vendor credits disappear at an alarming rate. Vendor credits represent real money that is owed your organization, money that can be added right to the bottom line. Yet this always doesn't happen. In this piece, we take a look at what vendor credits are, how they are created, and some slimy practices that some suppliers will use to try and hold on to your vendor credits. Stick around until the end when we discuss how even when dealing with the most honorable of suppliers, your vendor credits may disappear. That is, they'll go up in smoke, and we'll show you how to avoid this. Hi, guys. I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where you go for the latest business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. All right, so let's get started. What is a vendor credit? What am I talking about here? Very simply put, it is money that the vendor owes you, the customer, usually through some sort of an overpayment. Now, these overpayments can come about in a number of ways, and they're not always so straightforward, and so sometimes you you can't avoid them. So let's dive right in and let's take a look at how vendor credits are created. The number one way that vendor credits are created are duplicate payments, okay? That is by far the commonest, the easiest to understand. And before you just say, oh, well, if we make a, a duplicate payment, doesn't the vendor automatically give the money back? The answer to that is not exactly. A few will return the check if you made uh, the duplicate payment with, in, with a check. But in the course of business, that's maybe 1% of all vendors out there. Uh, so duplicate payments, and that's something we're going to try and get our hands around in this in this conversation. Uh, the next re- way that vendor credits sometimes get created are quantity discounts. This is likely to happen when you have several different locations ordering from the same vendor, and each of them individually won't qualify for the supplier discount, but when the activity is all added together, you do. Um, vendor credits can can result from damage. If there was some damage to the goods, you paid the whole invoice, the vendor will sometimes give you a, a credit. It can be a result of pricing areas, pricing errors, and a myriad of other uh, possibilities, some which are, are industry dependent. And of course, let me just remind you one more time, duplicate payments, definitely a source of vendor credits. Now, What do the vendors do with these credits when they create them? Um, As we mentioned, a few will give them back. They'll either return your check um, if you've paid by check, or if um, that check's been deposited or it was an ACH, um, they'll return the payment to you. But as I said, that's about 1% of all vendors out there. Most of the time, what they'll do is they'll create a credit and put the credit on your account, and they'll issue a credit memo. Now, what happens next um, varies from organization to organization. Many times the vendor who creates the vendor credit will notify you. They'll send the vendor credit to your organization. That doesn't mean that that credit ends up in accounts payable. It may end up in purchasing and purchasing just files it, not realizing that they should be giving it to accounts payable so accounts payable could use it when they are um, paying an invoice Or maybe they even do. Maybe it does come to accounts payable. Either the supplier sent it to you or your purchasing team sent it to you. And it does get down to accounts payable, but your staff doesn't recognize it. They don't know what to do with it. So they either, oh, God forbid, pay it. Um, But even if they don't pay it, maybe it gets filed away, whatever. The point I'm trying to make is that unless you take some action, a lot of these vendor credits are just going to disappear. Now, 
I mentioned that there were something somewhat less than honorable practices um, that a few vendors will use when it comes to vendor credits. And I want to tell you what they are so that you can be aware of them and you can stand up when somebody tries to um, put, put, put this to you. You do not have to take this. So uh, number one, practice number one, and you should be aware of this, is that some vendors, when you ask for a vendor statement, which you're going to do periodically, so you can try and retrieve all those vendor credits that are owed to you, some of them will suppress the, the printing of the credit on the supplier statement. And if you think that I'm making this up, well, A, I'm not, but B, think about your ERP system. Many ERP systems have the ability to produce a vendor statement and suppress the vendor credit. And the only reason they have this capability is people want to use it. So when you request a vendor statement, which we encourage you to do at least um, once a year for every vendor, uh, more frequently for vendors who you have more activity with, make it real clear to them that you want to want it to show all open activity, including your open credits. Because if you don't, poof, there go your vendor credits. Okay, horrible practice number two. Um, you should need to be aware that if you're if you have a credit with a vendor that you're no longer doing business with for whatever reason, some of them will try and say, well, we can't give you that money back. You have to order from us. That's not true. They have to give you that money back. If you're entitled to that money, stand still, stand firm, demand that money back. You are entitled to it. You do not have to order more from them. Okay. Because in effect, by demanding this, poof, there goes your credit again. And this is the third really horrible practice, slimy practice, I like to call it, that I've, I've seen. And I've seen, and people actually put this in writing, which blows my mind that, that they, they actually talk about this. But they'll say, okay, you've got this vendor credit. Um, you can use it to order from us. Duh, that's you know one of the things you're entitled to. Uh, but you can only order this class of goods. And typically it will be damaged goods, like maybe uh, cans that are dented or something of that nature. You absolutely don't have to do that. You have every right to demand that money back um, because otherwise your credits just disappear, okay? So you have the right to demand your money back and you have the right to use it if you want to pay for goods that are, you know, 100% perfectly capable. Now, uh, before we got, get to what happens if you don't recover your credits in a timely manner, emphasis on the word timely, if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. And if you um, love it, please subscribe. We produce new content for the channel three times a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays are for accounts payable and payment issues. And we have fun with Wordle on Saturdays. Okay. Now let's assume you're dealing with an honorable supplier. And by the way, most of your suppliers are honorable and they will fall into this category. And for whatever reason, you haven't recovered your credits. Maybe you um, haven't, you don't know about them. You haven't asked for a statement or they've gotten filed away or one of the many other things that we've talked about. So now what happens with your honorable supplier? It's the end of the quarter. It's the end of the year, the fiscal year. And the AR person is looking over their accounts and they're trying to clean them up for before they do their annual uh, financial statements, okay? So they're trying to clean up all the accounts and they see, oh, look, you have a $100 vendor credit and oh, well, you took unearned early payment discounts, which they didn't uh, try and collect from you. They just let you take them, but they've been accruing them on the books and they, they you have $98 worth. 
So they match them off the vendor credit for the $100, which they owe you, and the $98 for that unearned early payment discount you took that they think you owe them. And they poof, wash it away. Your credit goes away. Everybody's happy. You didn't know about the credit. They think they, you know, you think you got your early payment discount. They're happy that, um, you know, they were able to collect it. And you never know. So you never got the credit. So another reason why we make a big to do about always uh, doing these statement audits and staying on top of it. Okay. So this is with an honorable uh, supplier, one who's not trying to, you know, rip you off or play any games. They just are trying to clean up their books. And they think they're, by the way, they're doing you a favor when in actuality, you don't see this as a favor. Okay. So this will happen quarterly or annually. Therefore, you need to request these vendor statements and reclaim your credits on a very timely manner, in a very timely manner, otherwise you're going to lose them. Now, clearly, the best way to deal with vendor credits is not to create them in the first place. That way you never give the vendor your money. But you don't always have control over the issues that lead to the creation of these credits. Um, but what you can do is run a best practice invoice handling operation so you don't have an, a certain slurred spurge of vendor credits. This is easier said than done, however. Um, we recently did a talk on practices that lead to duplicate payments that any organization, including yours, can, watch, can avoid. You can watch it right now using the link that will appear momentarily on your screen if you're watching this on YouTube or is in the show notes below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your shares, your subscribe, and your comments. Good luck.